check one check two how are awesome amazing you hi welcome 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 all welcome i'm going to call this podcast show after the george floyd aftermath so after george floyd aftermath after the racism aftermath i can't say after because we come on let's keep it honest folks long as you human there's racism is i like to believe peace will happen um but i don't think it will happen people use different reasons to hurt one another at the core of it and i mean maybe you're not a spiritual person but i think people are just blind and do a lot of wicked things because it's on the inside of them um so i am your host tamika michelle noel and my nationality i am african-american um I've actually did DNA research, background research through the Census Bureau, geology, as well as my own research about me, my parents, my grandparents, and their mark in history. I made my own ripples in history myself besides being born March 6, 1980. Also, I'm an artist, trailblazer. My work is actually inside of a bookstore right now. I did like four art gallery shows and I keep selling my work and it keeps selling it. And um, for those who know me, I definitely have a social media voice. So hello everybody. Um, Thank you for everyone who's come to this podcast show. So racism, how do we get rid of it? I think, I don't know. That'd be the answer. You think I would know the complete answer? I like to believe I'm a very, I don't like to say the word spiritual, but I'm a Christ-centered person i like to be pacific and i don't feel ashamed of it for whatever you believe in if you have a faith great if you don't okay i guess it's not your time yet you know everyone has a time i suppose i hope um but i'm not here to interject you ought to be a christian even though i have to tell you i couldn't think of anything more better you talk to a person who was extraordinarily suicidal manic depression and like everything I tried, I couldn't kill myself. And I don't know if you care about all that, but if you want those people that are going through that, maybe you are. People like make mental illness like it's a, you know, like it's bondage, and it is bondage. But like, like you are wicked or a successful. Don't want to talk about it. Look, maybe you're going through those um, anxiety, and if you are, you want to call one eight hundred anxiety. It's a toll-free national hotline, and so I haven't called them yet, even though, yes, I have that problem. But if you have a suicide issue going on where you're thinking about it, considering it, look, you ain't got to talk to me. You ain't got to talk to everybody. You ain't got to, you know, want everybody to know. You can call 1-800-SUICIDE. That's a free number. That's a hotline I've used when I was going through my episodes, so to speak. It's a fact. So, let's get back to... The aftermath, George Floyd and racism. So I think I'm gonna call it aftermath and racism. So anybody out there experience racism? I've discovered that racism is not just your skin color. The racism I've seen it be not just based on race. I've seen it based on I'm a woman, born a woman. Well, born a little girl, but I'm a woman, 41 years old. So, I am not a young lady, but I am older. The point I'm making is, I've been discriminated against 
time and time again, not just because you obviously see that my heritage is is from Africa. No shame at all. And regardless of nationality you are, then you should be happy with it or at least accept it. You know what I mean? Because we all are human, so we're all imperfect and we make mistakes. What about you? I mean... I ain't met a person who don't make mistakes. So let's get back to George Floyd slash racism. Why is it such a big thing here in the United States? Because I will hear about, okay, it takes some famous people. He called himself Flea. I don't know his real name, but from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Anybody else there into the Red Hot Chili Peppers? The group? Okay, I know I sound a little old when I start saying anybody. I'm looking for voices. I was a teenager in the 90s, okay? And they were hot in the 90s. And he's still hot to me, okay? So, you know, I believe he's he's possibly in England. And um, if other people from other nations are saying, wow, the black people in America are having a serious hard time. We've been had a very hard time. But it, it became grotesque when there's public executions going on. I know. The guy, I forget his name, he is in prison right now as we're talking. It's a fact. And I don't wish prison on anybody, but at the same time, he is a murderer. Everybody got to see it. And I can't tell you that the girl who videotaped it was a young lady, and she was bold enough to do it. She got backlash. I think she was like a teenager. And if it wasn't for that girl, I don't believe he'd be in prison right now. I don't believe, yes, they got a, a huge settlement in court wrongful death look <laughs> he's an enforcer of the law he's not god he's not mighty hall okay i'm just being real for a second that should not have happened and you do not have to be racist to say oh that that was supposed to happen i don't give a damn when people say oh he was on drugs well guess what day one even though I feel like it's a loss, it's a, of course it's a loss because it can't bring George Floyd back. It can't bring him back, folks. So, well, talk about racism. Anybody out there have been discriminated against because there's discrimination and there's racism. Racism is, you know, it's dis- discrimination because of your nationality, of your race, or whatever ethic you're called. But I've seen discrimination based on race that wasn't African American. And it pisses me off, you know, like... Okay, I'll be your truth for a minute. My brother's kids and my sister's kids are biracial. Well, let me see. My sister has four kids. Out of her four, the three are mixed with Puerto Rican, Cuban, and black. My brother's kids are Mexican, Puerto Rican, and black. The point I'm making to you is they have received so much racism. Now, meaning their kids... I've met other people who have biracial children, and unfortunately, we live in an evil world. It kind of hurts me because when I see a child, I see love. I don't see, you know, the stereotypical BS, but like after the, and they matter, you know what I'm saying? So when I see that, I see joy, I see love, unconditional, you know, and um, out of my eight nieces and nephews, seven of them yes are mixed my mom kind of feels like a i love my mother i do and i ain't trying to talk about my mom who wants to hear that shit i don't even hear myself talk about it you know it's almost mother's day it's kind of fucked up 
just in general just to say that about your mother but you know our parents are imperfect so my mother has a little racism in her even though if you met my mother my mother's a karma complected black woman who could wear blonde hair and it looks good on her the point i look none like her the point i'm making also yes i'm a daddy's girl all damn day i look just like the newell side of my parents okay i'm definitely my daddy's daughter so <laughs> the point i'm making is um my mother even though she's considered light-skinned she is she's light-skinned um she can pass for mix or spanish if she wanted to but she loves being black i don't think it's nothing wrong with love being black but when it comes to a point where i was trying to talk to her about me dating again and long story short I kind of got the impression that she wanted me to, like, not mess with other nationality. Like, that's the only nationality that matters. But the truth be told, if she didn't open her heart <laughs> to other nationalities, you wouldn't have no grandkids. Mama, she know it. <laughs> I said, ain't that funny? Like, to being racist, don't, to me, like, it doesn't pay. You know, like, if you're being racist to your kids, more than likely, your kids going to grow up and go exactly with what you don't like exactly what you you know was seriously strict about i said more than likely because you got some kids that grow up and be just as racist or more racist than their parents which is even more nuts but let's get off of that but let's get on that so let me ask you have you ever been discriminated against and it does matter if you were discriminated because of your sexual orientation yes i'm a christian and i believe in the whole bible not just pieces like a lot of people do and I don't believe hatred is ever a justification of getting someone to do what's right. Hatred should never be a reason. So with that in mind, if a person's sexual orientation is homosexuality, I can't judge. I don't sit that high. Just like if someone's lifestyle is fucking everybody and fucking the world, um, guess what i ain't god that's not up for me to to judge you know i know what the bible says of course i do i'm not here to preach to you about that and i'm not here to talk down any or degrade anybody god don't even require that because he's so great and grand he don't need higher all that there's weak people that require you to downgrade yourself to make yourself feel big them people i call them cowards anybody else feel me so I've seen people being degraded and discriminated against based on or, or, or race, sex orientation. I've been pulled over when I'm not the driver. My background checked and I am a passenger. Not committing anything against the law. And they just knew I had, because I'm black, you know, that's, we just born with a damn record. You know, we all got warrants. No. And even if I did have a warrant. If I have not did anything to you, like justifiable cause for you to pull me over, my friend, someone who had, you know, a missing tail light, not me. She was the driver. She is responsible. Not me. So the point I'm making, I've had different ordeals, but I, let's keep it real for a minute. All cops ain't racist. Let's keep it honest. All of me racist. But I will tell you after the aftermath how it affected me. Um... I was in terror after I seen that George but aftermath I admit I cried tears of joy because I'm tired of America degrading 
if a person is African-American or black men or black women killing them and getting off and, and apparently getting off and living their life like everything is hunky-dory. I'm sick of that shit. And a lot of times it's our young black men and black women, young. And it ain't right. If you got every other nation saying it, every other nation talking about it, even though they have racism in their country too. I don't know why it exists. It shouldn't. The way I see it, we are all of the human race. Indifferent. We're not the same. We ain't supposed to be the same. Matter of fact, we're supposed to be able to celebrate our differences. You know what? It's a beautiful thing. Our differences is what make us different. I don't believe, you know, for those who believe in God, that it's a mistake. We're not a mistake. You're not a mistake. And you know what? I have a depression issue so bad that sometimes I walk around literally um, just looking at the ground, afraid to look at people in the eyes. And I ask myself that question, why? It's a self-esteem issue. It's not because I'm African-American. Oh, my God, no. Matter of fact, the stereotypical BS is that we're very, well, some of us are very strong. I just be thinking about it. I get lost in my own thoughts and like I walk around, but I told myself to keep my head up because my neck and head was hurting. I didn't realize I was doing this shit to myself on my own. And I've been doing it for years. And I actually met somebody here in Las Vegas that caught me and was so sweet to me. For those who listen to my podcast show, I have a podcast show called Keep Your Head Up. Oh, be in the loop, folks. On this Aftermath Racism podcast show, guess what? Tamika is going to be able to do her own podcast show. And y'all going to be able to, to literally come and talk to me, interact with me on my podcast show. Sometime this month, after I take this podcast show class at the public library actually have a podcast do you hear me a podcast room fully equipped studio and all and i'm going to do my podcast shows on my own i look forward to hearing y'all voicemail messages and not only that but actually coming in on the podcast shows so i'm gonna do them once a week i don't want to overload y'all but the point i'm making to you let's get back to the floor and Aftermath, not only the aftermath, but why was I crying? I was so scared that, well, they, they was going to get away with it as usual. Just keep murdering us, you know, and part of me hurts because I believe in justice. I can sit here and put down the American system and how it's felt a lot of us, but you know what? That doesn't help me or you get any better. I feel like as a nation of as as people in general, we are all hurting in different variety of different ways. And it's not fair. It's not fair. If you find yourself finding a reason to hate somebody based upon something that they cannot help, this is a lot about the world. I think, you know, we're in love and vanity. And because we're in love and vanity, we do things that are foolish. The Bible talks about them children of disobedience or of the darkness, doing dark things. When I didn't know Christ, I did a lot of effed up stuff to myself. No one has to do it for me. I, truthfully, no. But let me just tell you this. We, I think we all need help. Let me tell you this too. Um, be careful. I hope you're not one of those people. Hope to God y'all just 
very like-minded, like-hearted, and y'all not like that. Y'all don't discriminate against people. Y'all don't degrade people. Y'all don't belittle people. Make yourself feel good. Because I like to believe those who are subscribing to my podcast show, thank you. You're not cowards. And I love you for that. I love you for speaking up for yourself. Um, that's a good thing. And I'm learning to do it for me. I don't have to be hostile. But that's what they expect of you. No. You can be completely in control. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a wise thing. Let's get back to the racism. So racism and discrimination. So I've known people who are not black who've gotten beat up by the police brutally and got dropped off at the hospital. And the officers were not black. You catch me? And they were white Americans. They were college students. And they told me this. They were friends of mine too. And I'm like, wow, there's just sick people everywhere, isn't it? You can't escape it, you know. So, and he was a college student, and I don't know the whole ordeal, but I was told he was maced down, and um, then they beat him up brutally after they maced, after they blind him, they beat his ass. And then, you know, dropped him off at the hospital, I guess, to do some type of favor. Well, at least they didn't kill him. But I'm just looking at the, you know, the good side. So let's get back to discrimination. So where is the discrimination at in your life? I mean, I would like to have a podcast about that. I don't want to make it too controversial. But I think as a nation, we are hurting. We had a president. Okay, yeah, I know there's Trump supporters out there. You can support well, who in there. Sam Hill, you would like to support. But know that I didn't vote for that motherfucker. Okay, so... Because I have to talk to God. Maybe you may, that may sound a little weird to you, but um, if I know that person's heart and mind, because that elfed up, yeah, he belongs on reality TV. Even though the people did, they say he vote him in. Look, I don't know. I just know I didn't. You know, so I'm glad that we have O'Biden. And I hope O'Biden can do what I guess his goals is. You know, um, I know he has goals that he's done a lot already since he's been in office and he ain't been in office that long. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Um, and it's been a long time since we had a president that um, took office that used to be the vice president. So I think I, I think that's beautiful. It's been a long time. But, you know, history will repeat itself. So we need somebody who needed to take action. And he always talk about that. And, also, something else that had me crying is that he's talking about bringing our soldiers back home. He didn't give us an exact date, and I look again, but he's talking about pulling them back. They need to, because this has been going on far too long. What, three different presidents? Barack Obama, Bush, W. Bush. Um, I'm tired of us being in war. We shouldn't have to be in war if we don't know we're in war for. Okay, so I'm, I'm just giving an opinion about the wars going on right now in hand. Not really understanding what's going on. I can tell you some veterans that I've met told me they don't even understand it. And they were fighting in it, you know. I mean, you had some tell me it's brainwashed. I'm like, damn, and they actually served. And people have a right to have their opinion. But let me go ahead and continue. So, racism. Why is it racism? I just think there's evil in the world. That's my answer. What's your answer? 
why people are committed to it, I have no idea. Let's not even go further. Let me see. Racism, discrimination. I've been discriminated against coming out to money. When I lived in Atlanta, anybody know about the South? Um, the uh, folks are kind of friendly there. Openly friendly in a way that you don't see in my home city and other states and cities. But um, the one I'm making, they like elf you with a smile sort of shit. Me, I want to know what you own or do you got something they call inherited money, old money. And these were black people doing it to black people. And I'm like, you're a weirdo. That's what I'm thinking to myself. Because, like, I have family in the South. But, like, if someone wants to pass away, I wouldn't get shit. As far as I'm aware of. So, get out of my business. <laughs> it didn't feel good. I felt like, damn, just smear shit on my face. You know? And if I had money, I wouldn't tell your ass. You know, that's how I felt, you know? So, old money supposed to be like... A big deal. It is. It's not wrong with inheriting something, but you know, I don't like people poking at me. Like, what can they get out of me? What? Or any information? It's super nosy. It's irritating. So, oh, uh, I don't like discrimination at all. And then I can tell you that um, I was told in the job market that women are widely discriminated against. Um, According to the surveys and researches I've done, we're still getting paid less. Why? I don't know. And we're doing the same job that a, a man is doing. And I'm not trying to be no damn man. That's not it. No. <laughs> I ain't trying to be a man, but I would like to make money because, okay, we're in a society today that both parents work for those who are married. Even though there's some people that have uh, the, the man is it's the breadwinner but the truth be told i mean at least in my household growing up that was no such thing well that's a lie i take that back when we were kids my mother was a housewife um when we got older she went back to school got her degree look i'm really grateful she did that for her and for us because you know the truth be told if we i can't speak about what type of woman you are if you are a woman listening but I've met so many women in my life that put all their money, all their energy, everything they have into this man. Then the relationship goes sour if it be married or whatever the case may be. It goes sour and he's playing games and replacing you because he got money. You know how many, I knew five women, five, how is that possible? Five different women that their man got tired of them. They used them, abused them, and then they moved on to the young girl. The young girl, unexperienced girl, who take who raking in the dough, taking all the money. I met a lot of women that I met in the shelter were actually in a relationship or their husband kicked them out. Don't know how that happened. And they're all hurt and broken because they spend like 20 years being with this person. And... Um, I can't tell you what shelter. I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to disclose names or anything like that. But the point I'm making is that they put everything they had into this man that unfortunately 20 years later, you know, sleeping with the enemy, I guess. I don't really know the whole answer behind that. But I just thought it was sad, you know. So I don't know how to protect yourself. You don't want to ask me. I'm not an expert. But um, I guess... In a relationship, you should be able to see a person for who they are.
not for what they pretend to be. So for your enrichment, just be aware of what relationship you're in because and then I know other women that have actually picked up the slack and moved on and they take care of themselves and became independent after the aftermath of the marriage, you know, or the dissolving and whatnot. So things like that can happen too. There's always a flip of the coin, you know. So I hope that you're not going through that. But if you are, I know other women who became their own hero, you know, who doing better than their husbands. So uh, ex-husbands, should I say, technically. So you know, I just say just just be aware of what's going on. Because once you really figure out what's going on, then you can better attack the problem. If you are one of those ladies or even gentlemen, because some men are house husbands and you know the woman takes charge and financially speaking she's the breadwinner and um this is a different day and age you know we're not in 1950 so it's definitely certainly possible i've heard of them so just be aware of what you can and cannot do and don't let these using people rob you and calling it love so let's continue Uh, discrimination it comes in all sorts of forms what form has it came for you? What form has it came for you? At the sound of my voice, how many times have you been discriminated against? Can you count it? I can, um, if I chose to. I'm trying not to do that because I'm trying to look at the positive versus the negative. But the great thing about being aware of it is looking at a way to overcome it. You know, so I think the generous, unconditional love is something that we should venture to go forward in. Um, because the truth be told, life is hard. Life can be a struggle, a challenge. And the truth be told, there can be a situation that will require you to rely on the most nearest human that can help you and benefit you in your whatever situation, emergency situation. You don't think that can happen? Pandemic. Look here. I did not expect this shit to happen at all. You know, I watched a lot of futuristic movies when I was a kid and like Back to the Future and stuff like that. And my future self came to me and said, oh, this is going to happen. I would have lied. I would have said, oh, girl, you lying. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, and it's like I, I be fearing stuff. And like I already got fear issues in the first place. But I mean, fearing thing about like when is this going to stop? You know, a lot of people like got the vaccine. And I'm thinking about it, but I'm not ready. That's just not for me at the present time. Other people have done it. They say that's the way they, we're going to win. But like, I don't know. Because the cases are still going up. And I don't understand what the freak is going on. You're going to tell me one thing. And the outcome is this crazy shit you're just not you know business are not returning back just yet i hope they do you can say i'm being negative or cynical but i'm not they have yet to return back matter of fact they're falling i'm not saying that we cannot figure out a different way we're creative flexible bounce back type of people yes absolutely we are that type of people but like me i keep finding different creative ways i have to you know, give credit to my higher power. People say higher power. For me, it's Jesus Christ, Lord, Savior. For me, it's that simple. Um, I've been able to bounce back in ways I never thought that was possible. Um, and 
I hope that it's happening to you and if it hasn't happened yet, then keep trying and don't give up because the way I look at it, whatever circumstance, situation, whatever your business is, whatever your art is, that if as long as you are willing to be flexible and determined, you are out beat any talented person any person you might think is more talented than you. Cause I can name a whole list of folks I know that's more talented than me. Okay, so and you probably can too. <laughs> the point I'm making is if you give up, you just literally just throw in the towel then someone else will be right there to take your place. You know that already, right? Because everything is a competition. Because some people say, I want to do art, or I don't want to sell my art because it's competitive. If that's your reason for not being a success, <laughs> um, if that's not a reason for you to have gained your finances to increase, your wealth to increase, I, I don't know. I wouldn't choose it, but I can't make choices for other people. I, I inspire you not to do that. So, racism, discrimination, after the George Floyd mask, um, aftermath, and racism in different forms. So it's race, it's sex, gender, um, it's it's race, sex, gender, financial. Um, I would even say status, well, financial status quo, same thing. Um, let's see, it could be from what. It could be from your association you can get in trouble with, too. They say be careful about that. You can get in trouble according to your association. You can get killed on that shit, too. You ever heard the old saying, birds of the feather flock together? It's true. That's why, like, if you try to stop doing drugs, I wouldn't expect you to, like, hang with more drug addicts. <laughs> no. Just like if you're trying to stop drinking soda, I'm just, you know, being it simple because I've had that issue and I stopped drinking soda the last two, the last month I haven't drunk soda. No, I say about two, three weeks. I really do have a thing for sugar. So the problem is I really like sugar, but it get off of me. I'm just saying I wouldn't want to be around a lot of people who drink soda because I'm going to want to drink it. And then sometimes I want to cut off the TV because I feel like it's full of lies. The commercials treat yourself with junk. And the outcome is health problems and more problems and more problems that you couldn't even throw a dollar at it. You couldn't throw money at it because the health problem is so bad it would take you out of here. You understand what I'm trying to say? So, like, I used to get mad at the commercials when I said to myself, well, they have a job to do. And when I'm being quite ethical, because they make everything that seem taste good, so good, it ain't good for you. The outcome is these type of problems. And then I don't use that, but... Um, stress levels, folks, I want y'all to be aware of your stress levels and what's not good for you and what you should make a balance in your life for. So y'all keep being that light. Thank you. And um, this has been a Racism Aftermath podcast show, Aftermath of George Floyd. And um, oh, I noticed in the midst of the aftermath, um, that there was Black Lives Matter, and they still, it's a popular group. But some people say, well, oh, it's a racist group. No, the fucking ain't. <laughs> but I'm not trying to be protesting, because if you ain't paying attention to the news and stuff, a lot of them people are being tortured, okay? But um, I have to find a different way about it to where I'm protected. I don't want to get shot for some shit. <laughs> Look here, racism probably gonna be here after I go. I know you might say I'm being negative. You can call them what you want, but 
it was here before my grandparents time before my great great grandparents time and probably yours okay so the point i'm making is probably going to still be here hatred is something that's really deep sometimes it's cosmetic on the outside but it's deep in your heart is what i mean that's the thing that's like hidden you can't like see a person's heart you know what's in their heart but your heart pumps blood your life in you back and forth and so if some people hatred is lie they love to hate and like i don't exactly think it's right but like i said before i can't make people do what's right all i can do is pray and the truth be told i'm gonna pray but I have to pray for me first. And no, I am not wrong for doing that either. Uh, pray for me first so I can pray and be a better prayer for other people. I have to tell myself. So know what you can do, what you cannot do. So this May, um, in so many days, I'm going to go out into an event for um, Clark County for the homeless. And I look forward to doing it. And once I do it, I think I'm going to make it a live podcast show. Maybe. I might just record it instead of making it like where you can interact. I'll tell you more about it, but it's going to be around the 7th when I do it. Um, it's going to, I don't want to, I want to mess only with people that are homeless people, like in a tent homeless, like not exactly in a um, shelter homeless. I want, I'm calling this the sidewalk because they're on the sidewalk, they're on the ground. Because the tent city has grown huge and bound since the last time I've been here. So, the garbage pickers have grown. I've seen them come on my property and pick. I know they're doing it for recycling bins. I see them with their carts and all. But those people are discriminated against. And those people, I feel like, are being forgotten. And it hurts because they're human. I don't know why they're like that. I don't know how to help them either just yet but least i can do is give them some something to drink or something you know and some food of course i like to feed people i was a lunch lady before the pandemic so i'll be back at it again um so thank you for hearing me out and i look forward to hearing from you so this is the aftermath racism and how does it affect you type of podcast show over and out